Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Tuesday, October 20th. S&P futures are rallying 20 points. That's about 60 basis points. NASDAQ futures are up about the same amount. They're up about 75 points. That is about 65 basis points. So similar rallies in both the NASDAQ and S&P futures. The major European indices are trading up slightly about 15 basis points. Asia was more mixed overnight. You saw weakness in Japan, but mainland China traded well. So in, in terms of macro news, again, I, there's really not a lot to talk about as far as the big buckets of uh, topics. So eco data was very minimal overnight. You didn't have anything incremental occur on the monetary policy front. You know, there's still a lot of noise about fiscal policy in the U.S. You still have Mnuchin and Pelosi negotiating. They talked yesterday. They uh, claim to have made progress again. They will be talking today. Remember, Pelosi's unofficial deadline is the end of today to reach an agreement. Again, you still have enormous pushback from Senate Republicans. That is still the biggest obstacle is the discrepancy between House Democrats and Senate Republicans about some type of a bill. Remember, McConnell is of the mind that passing or attempting to pass a very large fiscal bill at the moment would be detrimental to Senate Republicans' political hopes ahead of the election. And therefore, it looks like he will continue to not allow a bill to come to the floor. Um, you know, I think most of the market appreciates that you're not going to see action before the election. The big question is what happens after the election. And so as far as the race is concerned, um, there has not been a ton of shifts in the polls. Biden's numbers have declined a tiny bit in the last couple of days. So still up high single digits nationally. Um, and then his battleground advantage is still you know, around four to five points. Um, there was a little bit of narrowing depending on the state that you're looking at. Um, you know, again, I think as far as the polls are concerned, um, you know, again, I I push back against the narrative that 2016 polls were incorrect. That's not the case. 2016 polls were accurate on a national level. If you look at the, the popular vote and then the, the key battlegrounds were very close um, ahead of the election and, and, you know, Trump won within the margin of error. So you could claim that there will be a narrowing of the race in the coming weeks. Um, but I don't think that you can say that all the polls are incorrect at the moment. I think if the race were held today, Biden would win. Um, you know, relatively, uh, relatively overwhelmingly, the question is, again, what happens over the coming weeks um, and whether or not anything happens to narrow those figures. So you have the last debate coming up on Thursday. We th it looks like the last debate will happen on Thursday. There has been some questions or issues about the Trump campaign is complaining about the topics. It looks like the um, there will be mute buttons put on the microphones. Trump's campaign has objected to that in the past. We'll see what happens with all that. Um, but as things stand right now, there will be the final debate this Thursday night. Um, and that really is kind of one of the going to be the last big opportunity to alter the trajectory of the race. Um, nothing new on COVID. You know, you continue to have more mitigation steps get put in place throughout Europe. Um, Ireland actually came out with a relatively stringent set of um, of restrictions, not wholesale lockdowns, but they are closing non-essential retailers. Restaurants are going to be limited to takeout. Um, you know, so again, Ireland is probably putting in place some of the more stringent restrictions since March or April. But um, for the most part, you are avoiding the wholesale type lockdown steps that were uh, that were put in place in March and April. As far as vaccines are concerned, no change on that for neither. So Pfizer is still thought to be furthest ahead. They they are still talking about possibly having um, preliminary data out before the end of this month, which will put them on track to file for an EUA from the FDA by the second half of November. Moderna again reiterated today that they're not going to have their preliminary data out probably until November. They've been saying that for the last several weeks at this point. Um, and then you still have uh, Johnson Johnson and AstraZeneca are both paused in the US. 
Again, waiting to hear what happens on that front. And then on the monoclonal antibodies, you have the Lilly trial that also is still paused. So no, no updates on any of those fronts. Um, so that's those are all the big macro topics. Again, very little uh, that's shifted since the close yesterday. You did have a lot of earnings last night in the US and this morning in Europe. I think for the most part, they're good um, in aggregate. I think the question is whether or not expectations were already very elevated. So you, know, you are seeing this with a couple of names um, in Europe this morning, um, you know, BMW in particular came out, raised cash flow guidance. I think investors are kind of shrugging. You've had a lot of bullish auto data points in the last couple of weeks, a lot of upside pre-announcements. And so, you know, you have to appreciate that investors are already anticipating um, relatively solid results. Um, Logitech is the big upside stand-up, big upside standout in Europe. It's up 20% after a very solid quarter and a big increase to guidance. Um, and then you have a bunch of others. I have all the write-ups for individual names um, in the piece this morning, including U.S. and European names. Some of the other big ones include Reckitt, Ben Kaiser, um, and UBS out of Europe, and then IBM also from the U.S. last night. On the M&A front, you were going to have possibly another energy deal. So there's been a lot of M&A in energy. So the latest chatter is that Pioneer could buy Parsley Energy. So again, you continue to see a lot of consolidation, um, especially among U.S. shale players. And then Intel did confirm reports it's going to be selling the bulk of its NAND memory business to Hynix in a deal worth about $9 billion. Uh, so that those are all the major items to look at. Um, I did publish a piece yesterday just looking at all the major macro catalyst topics events looking at over the coming months, essentially into the end of the year. Um, nothing that's really going to be surprising. You know, I still think that the fate of the Senate is the single biggest macro question in the market that will determine what happens on fiscal policy. Um, you know, I think investors are leaning towards a blue sweep. Um, you know, again, there still is some doubt on the Senate. I think the market is leaning, certainly leaning towards a Biden victory, um, and there's really not a lot of doubt in the House. But there is a lot of hesitancy um, among people to kind of dive in headfirst into cyclical value stocks at the moment, just given how many false starts there's been in those groups over the last several months. And so I think that people, a lot of people are just waiting to see what happens with the Senate. And that's why you're seeing kind of relatively uh, lackluster trading volumes um, over the last several days. And I'd imagine that continues unless you see something really dramatic occur in the polls that would provide a more definitive outlook for Today, Tuesday on the calendar, it's really going to be just earnings. So the big ones out before the open include Lockheed, Procter & Gamble, Travelers. And then after the close, you have Netflix and Texas Instruments. Those are going to be the big ones. Not a lot of macro news that is scheduled for today. So that is everything for Tuesday. Thank you for listening.